Years podcast with Squeezer and RK. This is number something. This might be 30. <laughs> I say this every week. I'm gonna check for real because it is number 29. Oh, we're one away from one 30. Away. That's a pretty big number, huh? We can do a big celebration. Yeah, we'll probably forget next week. Yeah. So it's not arbitrary enough. This week we're talking about all those toys we always wanted and never had. But before that, we got a little news, don't we? Yeah, uh, sad. This is sad news. Okay. Um, it was uh, on May twenty eighth, nineteen ninety eight. This is gonna make you feel pretty old. Mm-hmm. We lost Phil Hartman. Ah, oh, yeah. To his crazy wife. Yeah. And it, it, it got me thinking because we talked the uh, last week or the week before about the the tool video. And the guy that directed the tool video died in a car crash at like 30. And we thought, what could he have done? And it got me thinking, what would we have gotten from Phil Hartman? Another 20 years, 19 years of Phil. At least one really good season of news radio yet. <laughs> and maybe I'd still watch new episodes of The Simpsons on a regular basis. Have you ever wondered why fat parents have fat children? Or why Chinese parents have Chinese children? It's no coincidence. It's because of D-N-A. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such medical films as Alice Doesn't Live Anymore. And Mommy, what's wrong with that man's face? But Mr. McClure, what is DNA? What the? Oh, hi, Billy. Let's find out together. DNA is God's recipe for making you. You take a dash of dad, a pinch of mom, then we bake for nine months and... Mmm, that's good, Billy. Mr. McClure, what does DNA stand for? Yaxo ribo nucleic acid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that because um, Michael Crichton. Uh, yeah, just think about it. Twenty. We could have had so many more Troy McClure. I spent probably an hour last night just watching just the best of Lionel Hutz and the best of Troy McClure. <laughs> well, it's a good night then. So anyway, I don't know. I was wondering if you were going to have trouble filling out five. You're a dick. Based on how damn spilled you were. Spoiled you were. Spilled? Spo- I can't speak. We all know that. So now that I see what your first pick is, <laughs> I, am, I, I guess that even there are reaches for Squeezer. <laughs> Should we go to it? Let's just go to it. I got it! Wow! Here it is, the USS Flag aircraft carrier. Imagine being on the deck of this aircraft carrier. The USS Flag is fantastic! It's so big! Oh my God! Where's the Admiral? Down here! G.I. Joe! Where? We saw Cobra! Joe! Joe! 
USS Flag Aircraft Carrier comes with what you see here. Other figures and equipment sold separately. So you never had this. I'm going to... I have a thing. I, and I've seen this online, like people actually showing it and reviewing it. I'm not a conspiracy guy. Yeah. I think they're all plants. I don't think... There's no way this thing actually existed. Really? No way in your right mind would someone be able to... The balls it has to take to be sitting around in the boardroom going, you know what? <laughs> Watch this and just lay it on the table. All seven... Just lay... Seven and a half um, feet. Um, um, drop the drawers and lay seven and a half feet on the table. I don't know. Of aircraft carrier. There was some pretty ridiculous toys with the G.I. Joe line. The Tarot Dome. Yes. The, but what was that uh, spaceship they had? That that's probably second to this. The Space Command, yeah. Um, fuck the name of Come it. Come on, yeah, Joe fan. I never had it. So. No. But this this thing was. I mean, but here's the thing. It was big, but if you look at it, it's actually kind of quite simple because it's an aircraft carrier. So most of it's just a flat surface. It's a table. Yeah, right. But it did have some cool working parts. Like it actually had like. Uh, functioning like blast shields that could raise up and cranes it even had the uh tow cable the um what's that shit called the arrestor cable it's like when you're the cable that catches the tow hook on the fighter jets when it lands oh okay yeah did they sell fighter jets too or did it come with fighter jets uh, it didn't come with one but you could go out if you can afford the at the time anywhere from 90 to 130 dollars for the uss flag you could afford a sky striker that could that fit perfectly on it it was built to scale of an actual Nimitz yeah. for the for if, well, if they were the G.I. Joe it, figures. If if it were built, they built it as best they could to scale. If it was the true three and three quarter inch scale, it would be still be 65 feet long and 13 feet wide. Oh, really? That's how big a Nimitz class aircraft carrier is. <laughs> um, but it like it's the imagine like if you had this thing, where, where do you even put it? Like, when I was a kid, I took over, like, my house with toys. Like, every room was a playroom to me. Like, and I used my imagine. Like, I didn't have this, so I used, like, the dining room table as my aircraft carrier. Oh, now, it featured an electronic public address system? This thing was pretty cool because it, it didn't really amplify, but it just muffled your voice enough that it really did sound like you were, like, on the intercom of an aircraft That's carrier. Cool. And it had also, like, three, like, warning sounds, like, uh, attack alarms. It's actually pretty badass. This oh. thing, when this came out, it was one hundred nine ninety nine, hundred ten bucks. Yeah, I've seen prices range from up to one hundred thirty. Now you can get them anywhere from. I saw one for seven hundred bucks, pretty beat up, to two thousand, and one that was like near mint for like eight grand. It went for holy. Man. The radar tower uh, mast is what gets messed up a lot and mm-hmm. ends up missing. But uh, I mean, it's just an awesome piece, but. Like I was saying, it's basically a table. Yeah. So it's... You pretty it's, much need a table underneath it. Yes. And imagine, though, if you were to put this... Look at your house right now and take one of those folding... There you go. Take one of those folding tables that you would have at like a picnic uh-huh. and just put it in the middle of your living room. Okay. That is the USS flag now. Like what kind of what we're podcasting on. It's bigger than this. Bigger than this. It's maybe not as wide, but put another two, another foot on each side and put it in the middle of your living room and trip over it in the middle of the night or step on it, crack the damn thing. I don't know if my brother, my brother was more than G.I. Joe's. I don't know if he ever asked for this, but my mom never would have allowed this. this was, we didn't have room for it. Yeah. Well, see, like, I like the, I had the mobile command center, which was kind of, it folded up, hmm. you know, so it was nice and convenient. This, 
there was really nothing. And it was kind of a bitch to put together, I guess, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was pretty cool. And it came with Admiral Keelhaul, which mm. you can also get, I think, in later. He look, more looked like not so much an admiral, but the um, one of the village people. Oh. Yeah, he had, like, the vest, like, the, the jacket and then the vest open, like, oh. with the chest yeah. showing and then a weird mustache and a sailor hat. <laughs> I feel like for $110, that thing should have came with like 10 figures and two jets. It should come with the jets. It should come with the helicopters. It should, yeah. yeah. Or at least more than a couple figures. I wonder at how least, many they sold. I, they didn't exist. It's That's all true. a conspiracy. It's exist. all a conspiracy to get kids to tell their parents they want to buy something to distract them from the greater. So if, the, if they say they want this huge thing, maybe they'll concede and buy them smaller yeah. play sets. Yes. Ah. Because it's like it's like one of those things. It's like you they had to they had to make the molds too to build all this. These now a lot of it did snap together, but the box itself was like four feet wide. <laughs> you know, so it's one of like I would watch like uh, an episode of like uh, like how it's made or something. It's like oh we're making nails. I'm more interested in the machine that's making the nail. Like someone had to figure that out. Someone had to make the machine the molds and shit to make this monster. Hmm. So that's why I don't think it's real. And if you have one, send it to me to prove it. Well, I mean, I've, I've seen them on, like, someone brought one in and tried to sell it on uh, Comic Book Men. And uh, Ming put it together. So there's pictures of them. They're on eBay, right? It, it, they're faked. It's all fake. Just like the pictures of Around Earth. They're all fake. <laughs> no way that anything this awesome could ever exist. All right, fair enough. And for me not to have it. Well... I only went one playset too, so I added mine right at the top to one of my. There's, I mean, I wanted a lot of playsets, and I had a few, but this one was one of the ones I don't even. Again, I don't know if it existed in real life. Now, what the, I could only find one horrible commercial for the Eternia playset. I even took the high end out of it. For Masters of the Universe. It was the largest playset produced for Mattel. And like whatever that G.I. Joe garbage was you had, Do you, I had Castle Grayskull, oh, okay. which you could, had a handle on the top and you could fit all your figures inside and carry them around in it. Uh, we also had Fright, the Fright Zone, which had like the little puppet that came out. As like a creature and would grab. It was like the the layer of the evil horde. I had more horde figures than anything because hmm. I, I guess I came in late. I didn't really have many, if any, He-Man. Oh, I was really into He-Man. I was into it. I just never. So I wanted Eternia because this thing was fucking huge. It had three towers. The central tower, which is the largest and primary tower. And it came in two pieces. Uh, the, it had the base and then the the... The guard lion, <laughs> the guard lion also came in two pieces, an actual lion head and the lion jaw. <laughs> and uh, there was three floors to the central tower, obviously the first, second, and top floor. And this is in addition to the ground floor level. Each level is reached by way of an elevator, which runs up and down on an elevator shaft. Then there was the Grayskull Tower. Uh, so... 
the Grayskull Tower is represented uh, a representation of Castle Grayskull. So you would have to, you know, you could just rip that thing out and put your own Castle Grayskull in. But this had its Castle Grayskull in there. It was about the same height, and it fits four brown monorail arms because this whole thing had a monorail that could go between all the, the towers. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, then it had the Viper Tower. Uh, the Viper Tower also attaches to the central tower base, reaching into the air approximately half of the height of the central tower. The Viper Tower is a representation of Snake Mountain. It features four brown jagged monorail arms that fit into the face of the tower because, you know, the monorail runs through it. And it came with four chains that run from the collar around the neck of the Viper, t- Viper Tower down to monorail arms. So this monorail. Basically. Monorail. <laughs> So this basically like was everything, but you, I, this was after they already sold us Castle Grayskull. This was after they already sold us Snake Mountain. They're like, now you can have it all <laughs> as Eternia, the whole Eternia playset. I fucking wanted it, but my mom was like, no, you're already, don't give a shit about He-Man. It was near the end of okay. He-Man's run. It was too expensive too. They didn't produce many. What did it retail for? You know offhand? I or? don't even know. Mm. I know it was exp- it was the most expensive, and how much did the Eternia playset retail for? Oh, spelled retail wrong. Four. I admit my mistakes <laughs> in the Radiators podcast. Uh, That's going to take up a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really say, but it was expensive, so... It probably costs more than any of the sets for the movie. Right. Yeah. I like that movie. I do. It's yeah. just, uh So you could, I mean, if whoever had the Eternia must have really been in to, oh, here it is on, um, I wonder what the, the Wish book has it for. Yeah, I don't see anything. Well, I'll come back to it later when we're, you know, Ooh, here's a full page scan. Oh, there's no prices. Anyway, well, also, you know, they sold the Slime Pit then. They sold the Fright Zone. They still sold Castle Grayskull. But I had a lot of that in the Horde characters. Slime was always fun, but yeah, I don't know. You can never replace the whole Eternia playset, which I guess they go for about two grand on eBay Jeez. now. Yeah. That disposable income. Should I buy one? Speaking of disposable income, set it up here. Yeah. To play He-Man's before and after we <laughs> record. Can we dress up and role play too? I would expect us to do that. Okay. Yeah. I'm a Skeletor. I'm She-Ra. I call it Skeletor. <laughs> uh, moving on. That was quick. Well, I mean, they may, they maybe they tried to make a 30-second spot for a little plastic pop gun, and then they just realized there wasn't much more they could do with it, so they cut it down to 15. This was the Nerf Ball Zooka. The Nerf Ball Zooka. You remember this thing? Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's actually, you know, I just, I was just watching Seinfeld on Hulu last night, mm-hmm. and it was the episode at the beginning of season seven, I believe, when George proposes to Susan. And uh, George has a Nerf Ball Zooka box in his apartment in the behind the couch. You could see it. 
Because I just saw this last night. This thing, this thing was awesome. Do you have a lot of Nerf guns? Or I had the Nerf bow and arrow. I think that was like standard issue. And I that, had the Nerf that was slingshot like your, that had like the three balls in it, and you pull yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, we talked about that. It didn't yeah. actually like throw the ball. It like hit a ball and then launched it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was a nice before you graduated to legit slingshots. Yeah. Unless you lived in California or New Jersey. They always have that little disclaimer in the mag in like the Sears catalog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this bazooka was like a Gatling gun. Yeah, it was like a Gatling. Yeah, Gatling gun. Mm. So when you would you'd cock it back and it would chamber that one cylinder, and then you, it was you know like a Nerf gun, pop it forward. How many balls ball did out. you fit in each chamber? You could fit you could fit three balls in, so it could fit a total of fifteen balls, and it could fire fifteen balls in under in six seconds. When you're just cranking away at this thing, how how much force did it shoot it with? Uh it they like. 30, 35 feet, hmm. and it's about as accurate as if you were to, you know, maybe I were to take a ball and throw it 30, 35 feet if I could. This was before they went all in on the little foam darts, right? Yes. This was, this was, uh, so they had like the single, like Nerf, like pop, you know, put a ball in, pop it. This was like their first big venture into, you know, all war, out war. Nerf war. Yeah. Um, now, honorable mention, though, there's, if you get a chance to look it up, a newer one that came out in 2008, which if I were a kid, if I were younger in 2008 and wanted a Nerf gun, the N-Strike Vulcan EBF-25. Jesus. Yeah, take that off the table. Yeah, I'm taking it off the table. Um, look up the, yeah, the Vulcan EBF-25 from 2008. It is a chain gun that would shoot the darts. This thing's ridiculous. Mm. Now, yeah, but a lot of the Nerf stuff now, it is too almost paramilitary, whereas the, you know, the Balzuka was just, it was fun. It was a little pop gun. The, the downside, like I just said, it could fire 15 balls in six seconds. Guess how many it came with? Ten. Ten. Bastards. So you'd have to go back out and buy the individual packs. Sure. But you'd have to get more anyway because you end up losing them. Of course. This thing uh, it looks pretty crazy, but yeah, I did so. But you, it, it's only retail for thirty dollars. How did you not have this? It was kind of like you, you don't need it. You got you got uh, the bow and arrow. You got BB guns. You don't need a, you don't need a bazooka. And now in hindsight, yeah, you know, with the bow and arrow. Did you ever get into the Nerf arrow, the little dart shit? Yeah, I had a couple of those. I don't think I actually no, had I the Nerf did. ones. I had like some of the generic ones that you would weren't the necessarily The most I had nerf. were like the little guns that shot the red suction cup darts, mm -hmm. not the foam ones. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. I didn't have this. I can't believe you didn't, but, you know, you can't have everything when you're squeezer. You could try, but you can't. You can try. But I still, I still love my bow and arrow. Yeah. <laughs> your real one or... I did have a real one, and I, 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 had a, I had a legit one. It was a little compound bow, and then I had my little one that was with my Robin Hood outfit when I was like six <laughs> years old for Halloween, and uh, I, I <laughs> yeah, and it was sex. just this real flimsy little plastic stick with a handle on it. Right. But I ended up like binding it, binding it up, and making it like more sinewy, so it had like a like more like a recurve bow. And then one day I saw a chipmunk and I went like, and I was stalking this chipmunk and I shot an arrow at it and this arrow went right under its legs and it jumped and ran away. 
he's okay. And I'm sure he's still doing fine to this day after 25 years. But, like, that's still in my head. Like, I feel bad for even just scaring oh, that good. chipmunk. You feel bad. I do feel bad. Because th- I was just about to bring up, I just learned that there's, like, a trifecta of serial killers. Mm-hmm. It's bedwetting, animal torture, and I forget the third one. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I wet the bed that much when I was younger. And then, yeah, the animal torture. I, don't, I love animals too much. I could never do that. I mean, if I'm hungry. Oh, fire setting. Oh, I was really good at that. Yeah. See, that's not every kid does that, though. It's, it's instinctual. It's McDonald's triad. That's instinctual. We're born and bred. Like, it's in our DNA right. to start fires. It's right. how we survive. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What, Plus, but it's, 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 it's all how, three. You got to, I think, tor- I think killing animals yeah, is what. Yeah, that's up there. Tr- cruelty to animals is what pushes these. I mean, you could lose the other two, and it's like when you torture animals as a kid, yeah, you're probably yeah. going to grow up to be a serial that, That's the, the torturing part is kind of, I could never imagine that. Hmm. But yeah, I, I still feel bad. My friend shot a, a, like a pigeon or a morning dove with a BB gun, and I was kind of sad about that. There's this bird that's been waking me up every morning. Want me to go get my BB gun? Fuck. I know, can we? But I think it might. I rigged I, it so it's like a. If I, it fights back, I think it might be able to take us. I, I took mine apart, so I took all the safety mechanisms off it. Of course you did. I wasn't yeah. allowed to have a BB gun. I had, I had two. I did. My pneuma- brother had like six. I did pneumatic him one. Them, but I had a pneumatic pump one, and I had a the spring loaded like shotgun one, mm-hmm. and that one I took apart because they're initially like you'd have to click, pump it, like do a bunch of different shit to like safety it, and like fuck, open it up, take it apart, and I can. You can just unload like you know entire magazine of BBs into a in a, a Coke can in like five seconds. <laughs> okay, moving on. Hey, Mr. Block, can I go to the bathroom? Two minutes. <laughs> Introducing Link from Atari, the color video game you can get away with. Well, sometimes. So, do you remember this commercial? Oh, I honestly got there. This commercial did not exist. In, like, I completely forgot about it mm-hmm. until I heard Mr. Black, can I go to the bathroom? And then, like, blows my mind. He's I just went back in time game. playing that surfing game. Yep. I'm like, holy shit, I vividly remember every detail of this now. We're talking about the Atari Lynx. The first ever color screen portable gaming system. And fuck, we wanted it. I mean, we had our Game Boy, which, okay, Game Boy would prove to be the better system. I I don't know who at Nintendo was like, we need to make something that has this horrible green monochromatic screen, but can last for six decades on four AA batteries. Twinkies, cockroaches. And Game Boys will be the last thing on Earth. Would that would they be affected by a solar flare? Probably not. Awesome. All right, I got to put that in my bug out bag then. So uh, Atari released this in September of 1989 in North America. 
And the Lynx holds the distinction of obviously being the first handheld gaming system with a color LCD. And it's also notable for having like 16-bit graphics. And it was like ambidextrous at the time. Then they made like a smaller Lynx 2, which was sleeker and lasted longer. This would last like three hours on six AA's. The Lynx 2 would last five hours. So the following year, Sega introduced... Game Gear and Turbo Graphics, and then uh, Turbo Graphics 16 released Turbo Express. Uh, Lynx was discontinued in '95, but you know the Game Gear didn't last much longer. The Game Gear didn't mm-hmm. take off, even though it was color. It, it was all about the the lasting, having good games, mm-hmm. and being able to like withstand, like the last on four batteries. Mm-hmm. So that's what I guess separated and, Game Boy uh, and, and a size thing too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Game Gear was enormous. Game Gear and the Lynx were were enormous. Uh, So there was... Game Gear was set as the first gaming console with hardware support for zooming and distortion of sprites, featuring a 4,096 color palette, integrated math and graphics coprocessors, and a pseudo-3D color graphics display was said to be the key defining feature in a system's competition against Nintendo's monochromatic Game Boy. Uh, but it, it really didn't hold up. There was there were some games. I remember a commercial for a Batman Returns game, which had to be in 92. Um, uh, there was, I don't know, there was some, like, I, California games, I think, was released for every video game system that ever came out in the history of the 80s and 90s. Uh, the Link system was originally developed by Epix as a hand, as the Handy Game. <laughs> in 1986, two former Amiga designers, R.J. Micah and Dave Needle, had been asked by former manager at Amiga, Dave Morse. I guess they were, at the time, just making cool toaster graphics. Uh, they were asked to design a portable gaming system. Morse now worked at Epix, a gaming software company that had a recent string of hits. Morse's son asked him if he could make a portable. Everyone at the time wanted something portable. Mm-hmm. I t- we've talked about this. The desire to have something that you could keep your attention while on the mm-hmm. car, while away from your Nintendo, while away from your toys. Well, I mean, it was also at the time, too, where, you know, cell phones were blowing up, pagers were doing it. So it was kind of, it was the beginning of a disconnect. Right. So uh, Epic sought out Nintendo and Sega for partners, but they declined. And Atari was like, eh, fuck it. We'll make it. So Atari agreed to... Uh, brand this motherfucker and put it out and they got it out before the Game Boy or around the same time and Epix was going to handle all the software development even though they declared bankruptcy by the end of the year and uh, Atari essentially owned the entire project. Both uh, Atari and uh, others purchased um, Amigas from Atari arch rival Commodore to develop the Lynx software. So yeah, because it was Epics was made on Amiga software. Commodore made the Amiga. Atari had to buy Amigas. Much harkened to the PlayStation. I'm sorry, the Super Nintendo. No, 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 no. I'm going. I'm going way further. The, what was the oh. second Xbox? 360. 360. It had the same G5 processor that Apple was using at the time, the PowerPC. So they, to develop, they needed power PCs. So legend has it, Steve Jobs sent a whole bunch of them to Bill and said, these are on me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Lynx started off successful. They reportedly sold 90% of the 50,000 units shipped. But 
they just couldn't keep up with the Game Boy. The Game Boy sold 16 million units by 1995. Uh, by 1995, fewer than 7 uh, million units were combined with Game Gear. The two of them only sold 7 million. Wow. Yeah. And go to any uh, used video game store, or any like, you know, <clears throat> comic store, anything that sells Game Boy games and NES games, you will see. There are racks, and they still charge a good price for a Game Boy game right now. Or original Game Boy. Or original Game Boy. You're not going to find that no one wants them. Or if they do, it's very niche. Well, and it, it, I think it's a testament to the quality of games, like you said. Yeah, the quality of games. and I mean, like we talked about you it. Could, you in, could play the Game Boy show. games on like later iterations of the system. They built it into the, the Game Boy Advance. They built it in all the way up to almost the DS. I would play advanced games, not full Game Boy games. But they would always make it backwards compatible. I had so. a Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I had the flip I'd, phone, the clamshell one, the Game Boy Advance SP. Or, no, which one am I thinking of? It was a longer one. Yeah, that's this one? Yeah. That was a regular Game Boy Advance. Okay, that's what I had. It was like the Super but Nintendo. It was pretty, like I had Punch-Out for it. That was an awesome game for right. it. And uh, F-Zero. <laughs> Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk was awesome on it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, when you have games, when you have, like, you know, Link's Awakening and <clears throat> Wario and Six right, you Golden had games Coins. that made I mean, you want to, that took you away from your Nintendo when you yeah, were at home. Yeah. And, again, this goes, this is a testament to Nintendo itself. Those games I just listed are all, you know, Nintendo titles, too. Yeah. So, like, when you have that in your back pocket, when you have those names... Yeah, well, also, the, the Capcom and the developers were developing for Nintendo because they, were, they sold more units. Sure. Why develop for... Why make Mega Man or DuckTales for Game Gear yeah, it's, or Lynx? It's not, it's not as simple as porting it like you would mm-hmm. in something... Not that porting is necessarily simple, but you can make a game right now for, you know, PS4, Xbox, and PC at the same time and just have a team on the back end dealing with it. Game Boy versus Game Gear and, you know... Right, you chose one. Yeah. You chose the one that had 16 million units out there because you had a better chance of selling more games. And also, is there a difference in, in time and investment in developing those games? You're not worried about a color palette. Yeah. That's one thing, you know? Probably. But also, uh, Game Gear was essentially the master system. Hmm. So, but I don't know what the links. The links was just links. Anyway, moving on to Squeezer's next pick. Is there more to entertainment than 500-channel TV and zillion-dollar movies? Turning the sound up and your mind off? Is there still a place where fun involves thinking, imagining, doing? Some of us think so, and we find it in a game. Magic the Gathering. All you need to play is a brain a deck, and a friend. Well, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's going to say a friend. <laughs> hey, there's 20 million people out there that still play this thing. Magic the Gathering. I, um, yeah, I wanted to play this so bad. Mm, I was never interested. Uh, some of the, it seems some, way too advanced for my tiny brain. Well, that's the thing. I kind of wanted, wanted to get into it. And some of the kids I, I, uh, I was friends with, you know, the older cool kids, of course, which... When you kind of get older, you realize that they weren't. Um, they they played, and I kind of it was one of those things where I kind of 
you know, sit in on it. Sure. And I, I like the lore. I like the artwork of it. It was kind of cool. And, you know, I kind of like that. I'll get into the high fantasy stuff every now and then. And <laughs> I love stats and logistics. Oh, so yeah. right there, we're, we're, I'm all in. You could have just played Final Fantasy on Nintendo. Yeah, but there is something about... I, I also like the... Again, we, we or, speak about being the tangible cards. I like to have... Feel it, no, you know? No. Same well, reason or, why... Or uh, what's it, what the fuck's it called? Max's thing. Dungeons and Dragons. D&D, &D? yeah. yeah. I, I once... Yeah, I was thinking about that. We got to... We got to bring in that guy and do it. I was thinking we bring in him and we do a Magic the Gathering game. Oh. And it's going to be a complete clusterfuck. I'd no get bored to... and I'd be out in two minutes. Exactly. Just like that's, poker. And then that's the beauty of it. Let's play poker then. And then Just I'd take all your money. I'd be laying on the couch reading a book while, or, or listening to my records <laughs> while you two play till <laughs> six in the morning. Um, here's the thing. I had this. You had magic cards? I had it. I got well, anyone it. could buy magic cards. You well, go to your grocery store, buy magic cards. No, you go to the gas station, you buy magic I, cards. I had the what they called a, uh, a corset, like a starter pack, a basic set. I got one. You fit in a corset? I could really. It would help, <laughs> especially with the, un, with the dry fit stuff that kind of clingy to my man boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho... Um, yeah, I got one of these starter kits. I was ready to go. I'm like, I'm going to play this game. And I open up. And There's another big problem that comes with this. And that's you have to have friends. <laughs> and this, friends that want to play. This was on the, the same idea as Pokemon cards in the future, Well, right? this started it. Yeah, right. This was the first one back. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that. I thought... It was the same company, right? I don't think... No, because Pokemon... Well, I don't I have no idea about... This is... Uh, who the hell did it? I wrote it down somewhere. Um, but yeah, this is what started all 93. I thought these kind of games had been around for a long time, but as far as the collectible card game, this was a first. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I had it and then I'm, I'm, I got my cards out. I'm going through it and mama squeezer wanders on by. Oh, let's be interested in my son's life. So I'm going to play with him. Yes. Wizards and of the coast. Wizards of the coast. Yeah. Did Pokemon trading cards. Okay. Um, so as you were saying, your mom? Yeah, so she sat down and picked up a card, and the first one she reads, it's like some kind of witch or something, and she reads on it, it's like, use your black magic to blah, blah, blah. And this is at a time where, uh, you know, kids were wearing trench coats and going into schools, and there's some shadiness mm -hmm. going on. So mm -hmm. if you watch the news, you're a paranoid mama. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden, she thinks I'm... This is a gateway to devil worship. Mm. So immediately it got packed up and went back to the store. Mm. And I never saw them again. Your mom also thought Pee Wee Herman was a gateway to devil yeah. worship. Well, she also stopped it. There is an episode of uh, Seventh Heaven that once aired. And um, my sister and I were you know, teenagers. And my mom stopped us and she goes, hey, I have to ask you guys a question. I'm like, okay. Are you guys huffing? I'm not not huffing. <laughs> <laughs> and we kind of just froze. I, I don't know how to answer that. And, uh, well, the answer was no. Oh I'm like, no, God. why do you think we're huffing? She's like, well, I saw this episode of Seventh Heaven, and it said kids are huffing. All right. <laughs> Elmer's well, glue. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. A, a good marker every now and then is, is fantastic. <laughs> I, I love a good Sharpie. But 
I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, you know, getting all silver mouth in the paper (laughs) bag. I'm not looking like a member of the blue man group. Um, but I mean, plus that gets in the way of drinking too. So it's true. That should have been the question. Are you guys drinking? Are you guys pounding down cases of rolling rock and Goldschlager? Ugh, Goldschlager. Yeah, that was that was our that was our Rolling Rock and Goldschlager was our uh, drink of choice back then. Wizards of the Coast but, is now a subsidiary since 1999 of Hasbro, okay. and they also own Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons, which they acquired in the mid 90s. Jesus, Hasbro, yeah. just monsters. monsters. Well, eventually, because I do like the uh, <clears throat> we talked about the whole stats thing, and I couldn't play this now because I guess it would teach me to worship the devil. Your mom's kind of like Hank Hill. There was an episode of King of the Hill where Bobby gets a, 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 is at a flea market, and he's trying to find his thing, and he buys this deck of cards, and Hank thinks he's, he bought playing cards, so he's calling them Ace or something like that. <laughs> he's like, no one to hold them, Ace. And he's like, I'm going to play cards with the guys, but it's like Magic the Gathering and everything but the name. And he's with like a coven and it's just a bunch of older nerds just mm-hmm. like you were sure. hanging out with and thought they were cool, but they were just losers. And <laughs> we might have people listening that still enjoy this game, Ryan. Oh, but we are losers in our own right. Well, that's also so, very true. I mean, it's a pot calling a kettle black here. Yeah. Situation. Well I'm but, talking and I'm talking about the context of the show, King of the Hill. Okay, of course. So yeah, your mom was very hanky. Um but eventually I did get um <clears throat> There is a the the Star Wars customizable card game, which mm. is basically the same thing. Oh as yeah, Star yeah, Wars. yeah, yeah. I did end up getting that, and I ran in the same roadblock um, that I had with Magic, which was didn't have anyone to play with. Mm. So I kind of just invented my own game, or just laid out the cards because I like stats and being able to look at cards. So eventually, I just kind of made up my own little thing of playing by myself with. Uh, Star Wars custom, which I mean, in the long run, just in well over time, developed my skill of playing with myself. <laughs> Moving on. Your days are numbered, Joker. It's Batman, like you've never seen him before. I've got a new armor set with a protective shield. An armor glove with two rocket launchers. I've got new weapons. I will stagger your imagination. A sonic neutralizer with two power settings. One to stun, one to immobilize. Check this out. Signal belt, walkie-talkie, binocular, and freeze ray. Together, the ultimate crime control unit. Look out, Joker. I'm armed like never before. Now I'm gonna get you. The Dark Knight collection, each sold separately. So we've talked about the Kenner Dark Knight collection before Mm -hmm. on the first episode. So after uh, the horrible, even though I love them, the horrible uh, outing by uh, Toy Biz for the Batman movie, the rights were sold to Kenner on the gist that they were coming out with a second movie. Now, before the second movie would be released, Kenner needed to get some Batman toys out there because Batmania was still at an all-time fever. So they put out what was called the Dark Knight Collection based around the first movie. And they put out a lot of cool shit. One of these things they put out was the Batman Crime Control Set. It came with essentially a utility belt with a light-up bat signal on the front of it. And then uh, a freeze gun, a microphone, a walkie-talkie, and binoculars that all clipped to this. But then they'd all, like, latch together to make some sort of giant gun. Oh, shit, I remember this. Yeah. 
I wanted this Vogan thing so bad. I had that sonic neutralizer rifle. Mm-hmm. My mom would buy me for my birthday, but I wanted this crime control set. And I remember every time we'd go to James Way or Bradley's, I'd just stare at it. Like that was one of those things where you go to the store and you just like look, you take the box and you look at it. You know you're never going to get it. <laughs> just caressing it. Yeah. Just, just looking at every little nook and cranny. <clears throat> it's like it's Laura in a tube. You're just your hand down the glass. Laura! Yeah, well, there was a freeze gun in it. Uh, it could essentially take over the world and freeze it. I guess that was my plot all along. I think your biggest problem is you didn't have uh, henchmen on rollerblades. I didn't. I No, you know what? I did. <laughs> I did have a henchman on rollerblades. Uh, rollerblades were cool back then, That's though. True. So I don't want to hear any grief from anybody. We thought they were awesome. I was so bad. I, 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 I got still, pretty good. I still have the scar. Really? On my I w- ass. I would like to, without judgment, get back on some blades. Yeah. And, I don't um, see it going so well. And see how I do. So, I, know, I know our friend Doug Heater, <laughs> he, would, he would be uh, pushing, when his daughter was young enough, he'd be pushing her in a stroller and going on his rollerblades until I made fun of him enough that he'd stop. But she's not old this enough was, to have been, that been in the early 90s. No, this was just a few years ago. Yeah. Wow, that's Doug. Yeah. But now, now, now I'm like, eh, come on, go find a See, pair of rollerblades can, and try rollerblading again. I'm okay with the ice skates because to me, it's it's hitting hit, the impact is one thing. I'm fine hitting the ground. It's the sliding. So on the ice, I just all right, I fall down and I slide. <laughs> For me, like Pooh Bear. <laughs> yes, actually, it's pretty much what it looks like, just with road rash, because. The first time we got our rollerblades at went in, at Easter at my grandparents, it was like the big, and everyone like got together. It's like we're gonna get Eric and my sister Jenna rollerblades, right? And uh, so we got them on, went in the alley, which might be like a three degree incline or decline, depending which direction you're going. Decline, and uh, so I'm skating, which to me means I'm I have my legs just bent at that awkward angle and I'm just slowly rolling forward. My sister, who is just, well, she was the athlete in the family, obviously, uh, comes up from behind and gives me just a little bit of a push and sent me flying, and I slid on my ass for a good six feet on blacktop. And so the rash, like, all up and down, and I just had to lean on one side with my ass hanging out in front of my entire family in my grandparents' living room with ice packs up and down. It was... Very, very painful. And that was probably the first and last time I was ever on rollerblades. I had, do you remember the brand? I don't know if it still exists. K2? Uh, they made, um, you, you could buy it. I bought these at, there was this old outdoor store called Nestor's locally. Mm-hmm. And they would sell, K2 made the brand that were like, like skate. Like you would do tricks like you would a skateboard. Okay. And they sold K2 fatties which looked basically like a sneaker or like a snow, a snow shoe, like a snow boot, mm-hmm. but had inline. And then the two wheels were missing. They'd go up and in, and you'd had a plate there for grinding. Oh, those grind shoes? Well, they weren't grind shoes. They were rollerblades. Okay. But they had, but they had plates. They, eventually, yeah, they, they had, had the shoes wheels. with the grind plates. Because yeah. there was a kid when we were in, all right, it was probably these then. Yeah. He, he wore them in school because you could still walk in them, right? No. These oh. were... Rollerblades. Okay. So they were the, different. They were these shoes that they just had grind plates in the 
soul. Wow. And one, it was an art class, and he's like, watch this. And he goes up and he goes, grind. He actually says grind, grind. And he jumps up to grind on the isle, the sink island in, like, the art room. Right. But it was just kind of a floating island and with just the copper pipes coming up the floor. into there, Like, it wasn't attached to the floor. So this whole island goes sliding back, like, two feet, and he lands right on his head. Mm. It was Amongst the top funniest things I've ever seen, other than the one kid falling head first into the radiator, just like the Velociraptor did in the kitchen, <laughs> that was pretty good too. So, I mean, you can buy like CCM makes uh, in inline, they call them inline skates. So, I guess they're not that. We could buy a couple of pair of skates and go skating, squeezer. Can we think? full full pads and helmet <laughs> with the wrist guards too? That doesn't seem like it's cool. <laughs> That's why we have to do it. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll look into this. Anyway, the bat belt, the crime, <laughs> crime, crime stopper playset. Where is that? You want to post in the uh, tangent alarm? Or it was a good tangent. But moving on to your next pick. Take a rebound. It does stunts no other RC can perform. Only Tyco Rebound does in-your-face flips and the Sidewinder. Tyco Rebound does almost anything your twisted mind can come up with, like tank time twist, 360 spins, radio control for blinding speed and incredible stunts. Battery packs sold separately. Tyco RC, maximum heat. There is only one Tyco Rebound. That's intense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not a, a 90s remote control car commercial without yelling. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I was debating. There was no cool theme song. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I was debating. This is the one I wanted. And because you were telling me to go with the The animal. animal. And I was thinking about it. And then the animal. But I'm like, I didn't want that. The rebound was what you wanted. Was awesome. Mm -hmm. And just actually any remote control car. I never had like a legit remote control car. I had a bunch of the ones that like had the like the the trigger and the steering wheel like on the side but then it was attached to like a three foot cord so even at you know probably like nine years old you're still you're getting a bad back from leaning over so you could actually reach the car to the ground with the cord and it never really went too far and it would just get stuck on the ground i wanted something i can just zip around and race and do awesome shit with and the rebound I was watching a bunch of video, like recent videos, like mm-hmm. GoPro footage of these things. Oh, really? And f- after 20 years, these things still kick ass and just flying around parks and the rebound. Huh? The rebound, yeah. So it would, it would, either way, either upside. There was no upside down. So basically, the the body of the car was thinner than the wheelbase. So either way, you were always right side up and you can flip it you could do 360 spins and stuff like that and it could climb walls to an extent and flip back over and it was pretty fast too hmm. handled really well and it was it had to be durable because this thing could take a beating right the, there was an episode of the goldbergs where uh barry and um you are you're familiar with the Goldbergs, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Barry and the Murray were, were watching Eagles, and they considered Beverly a bad luck charm, and she wanted to bring them nachos. And he, she wasn't allowed in the living room area because she's bad luck. So Barry's like, send them over on the animal. <laughs> so she puts it on the animal, but the claws, like, knock it off right <laughs> away. It was great. 
Think that was his real animal? Adam F. Goldberg? Yeah. It might have been. Nothing uh, can stop. That room is just insane. Yeah, there's Castle Grayskull. There's a Short Circuit 2 poster. A lot of cool things. But, you know, nothing can stop the animal. Did what you have any... Did you have any uh, RC cars? RC cars, like legit ones, or no? You absolutely had a- not. Yeah, I had all the garbage that mm-hmm. uh, would take nine volt batteries, and yeah, you know, never really no charge. My cousins had cool ones that basically ran on gasoline and go yeah. faster than yeah. you know. You put like some sort of methane in it, and you have to lube it up, and you you you, fu- you spend all day in the shop with it, and mm-hmm. then you take it out. There's a, an outdoor track by my house. They wouldn't let me it touch looks it. Pretty awesome. It's one of those things where it's like you see it and like, I want to do that. In my free time, I want that. I want that hobby. That looks really cool. They even had one in the mall. They had it right across from... Uh, Wait, you're saying this now or you were saying this as a kid? Then and now. Like, it's one of those things. I'm like, that looks you so much fun. You want to race RC cars? Yeah, I, I don't have time to fucking clean out the carburetor on my lawnmower. That's why I have to shower every time when I'm done cutting the grass because I smell like gasoline. <laughs> but it was free, so I'll take it. I don't know if I'd like to waste time racing RC cars. What about go-karts? Remember that... Uh, yeah, go-karts you're driving, and of course, yeah. But uh, I was, I'd always get in trouble at go-kart slick tracks for, for hitting other cars. They gave one away on uh, Double Dare one time. Yeah, I just wanted a go-kart. I'll get to, I'll get to that later. I got that in my, oh, bu- yeah? in my back pocket. Well, it's a little, <laughs> little reaching for a little higher than just a go-kart, but we'll get there. <laughs> Because right now we have to talk about a friend I wanted but never had. When you get hold of the Nintendo Entertainment System. When you master Rob the Video Robot. And meet the challenge of Gyromite. When you shoot the light-sensing Zapper. When you play the system with so many arcade hits. You're playing with power. The Nintendo Entertainment System Deluxe Set. Batteries not included, Super Mario Brothers, and other games sold separately. So when I got my Nintendo, when it came out in 85, I was three. Mm -hmm. So I didn't get it then. We got ours probably like 80, I would say 87, 88. I got mine in 80. I got mine for my sixth birthday in 89. Yeah, 89. So mine was, I probably got ours a little earlier, but not too much earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it came with, it, we got the, the action set, which came with the orange zapper gun. Mm-hmm. And so then I was at my cousin's house and he said, there was show, he, I went down to play with the Nintendo because they're way older than me. Mm-hmm. And he had a gray zapper gun. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, Zapper's orange. It's not gray. He's like, I don't know. This is what it came with. He's like, your Uncle Butch had the robot, Rob. I was like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? What? There's a robot that came with this? So he's like, yeah. So he went and got a VHS tape of recording of the Christmas when he got Rob, and they were playing with it. And I was like, what the hell is this? I like how they pulled footage. Yeah, they pulled <laughs> footage for me. So I wanted it so bad. Rob stood for a robotic operating buddy. <laughs> In Japan, it was just a family computer robot. <laughs> I don't know. Do they have anagrams over there? They don't need them. 
It's like, oh, family computer robot. Oh, I don't want to be racist. Stop there. So it's only supported two games, Gyromite and Stack Up. But you play, you'd play as Rob, and as his actions would, would show up in the game. So it's really worthless piece of trash, Okay, this Rob robot. But it was really cool nonetheless. It had uh, two eyes that were just like the zapper eyes that could read a cathode ray tube and tell what was going on on the screen to you know, do the, do the actions. Okay. So the TV, it was kind of reversed to it. It signaled the robot versus the the zapper. Okay. No. So gyromite, which came with it, uh, two claws for Rob's hands, which, and then the two gyros, which were heavy spinning tops, two red and blue trays upon which the gyros rest. You'd like lift up and have to like do all these stupid puzzles and mazes with it. I never again. I never played it. I just I just seen it played, and then of course, there were some homebrew games for <laughs> Rob. Independent homebrew game developer Retrozone producing limited release NES cartridge titled Eight Bit Christmas 2015. Title screen featured Rob's graphics character and interacts with the vintage Rob toy, making it dance to Christmas music. I'd like to see that. That's actually the most useful thing out of it. Yeah. So then, like, of course, Nintendo, like, like snuck it in games. It, like, had uh, cameos in Star Tropics, Kirby's Dream Land 3, Pikmin 2, Beautiful Joe, F-Zero GX, the WarioWare series, and Star Fox series. And then it became an unlockable character in Mario Kart DS, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, Super Smash Bros., the new one for Wii and 3DS. And... Uh, you know, that's what that's what Nintendo does. It has this, this character and never used, and it would mm-hmm. probably be a waste, but yeah. then they make an Amiibo for and then they create an unlockable character, which you have to buy something to download, and they wind up making money off garbage. Sure. I don't, Nintendo, for all intents and purposes, should not be in business based on the bad decisions they made over the years, but it's the nostalgia value that yeah. we keep coming back. They, they told you you like that you liked you like this memory. You do. Again, I do yes. like this memory. I, I pulled it up in something. Like, I'd never even seen one of these in real life. I think I might have seen one at, like, a... Maybe a flea market nowadays, but, yeah. like, never seen one in action. Sure. Yet I wanted it so bad as a kid. And there was only two games to play with. It would have been worthless. Mm-hmm. But I was like, ah, this this robot that came with Nintendo. And why don't do you, I have do this? Do you want to play those games when you could be playing Super Mario Brothers 3? Right. No, of course not. Yeah. Like, you only play Duck Hunt because you're like, oh, you want to play Duck Hunt? You know, like, Duck Hunt was yeah. even worthless. The Zapper was worthless. Yeah. But you wanted it. Yeah. You still want it. I, pl- I played the clay shooting more than I even played Duck Hunt. You would. I was really good at it. Yeah. I, I, we figured out how to cheat if you shoot at I, a light. I just have it right against the screen or? No, if you shoot it at like a light. Oh, yeah. It would just kill anything. Doosh, doosh, yeah. 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 Uh, figuring out how to cheat at video games before the game genie. But yeah, that was Nintendo Rob. And, you know, the other day I'm, I was in a GameStop and I, I don't know what brought me there. Was, I had no reason to be in a GameStop. And I'm looking, I'm like, mm, do you guys have any Nintendo Switches in stock? I bet you if they did, I would have left with one. They didn't, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> That's dangerous. You're just wandering in there with yeah. really nothing else on your mind. and Like Homer one. <laughs> Okay, right, except spending $300 on something I probably won't even use. Well, you've lot. done it before. Yeah, no, who hasn't? 
your last pick. The Black Knight is coming. When the Black Knight challenged, everybody got very excited. They quickly closed the sides of the castle. Alarm! Come on, hurry up! Then hurried to the drawbridge. Checked all the machinery. All machinery working. Right, Black Knight, I'm ready for you. Legoland Castle, medieval adventures to build and collect. Of course you wanted this shit. Oh, what shit? If the parts alone. Uh, this one was uh, 500, well, in particularly this one, um, number 6086, the Black Knight's Castle, which was originally called the Dungeons Master Castle, but because Dungeons & Dragons owns the rights to the name Dungeon Master, mm-hmm. they had to change it to uh, Black Knight's Castle. Mm. This one, at the time, was the biggest castle set. It still only came in at 569 pieces. Oh, only? Only. Yeah, it's, uh, by today's standards, that's small. Yeah. Um, and When it, was the last time you bought a Lego set? Me, personally, it's, it's been some time, but I got a couple for Christmas like two years ago from my in-laws. They're like, oh, he loves Legos. Let's, and immediately it was like the first thing I had to go and build my Legos. I, had the, I got the DeLorean oh. and uh, the Snowspeeder from Star Wars. Right. They're pretty cool. And eventually I'll be getting the uh, Ghostbuster Firehouse. <laughs> um, when you don't need a dishwasher. When I don't need, no, now I need a washer and dryer. Oh. So that means no Ghostbuster Firehouse or Death Star or Superstar Destroyer. Or in particular, the um, Imperial Flagship which uh, for the Pirates set that came out in 2010. <laughs> no, so there was the castle. There was two things that I, as a kid that were like, those are the coolest things ever so there was the black knight's castle which this thing it was the biggest castle that came out for the well castle series you had you know your black knights your crusaders wolf pack forest men mm-hmm. which were basically like your robin hood figures and the um uh black falcons and dragon masters and they all had their own little castles i had like a bunch of the middling like medium sized sets to the smaller end so I could put together a decent-sized castle, but the Black Knights were known for their castles mm-hmm. uh, until eventually um, uh, the Kingdom, I forgot. It was a later series that came out. They had slightly bigger ones, but this thing was pretty awesome. And it came with the ghost that, like, glowed and had a drawbridge. You had came with four mounted knights. You had archers at a little prison and stuff. No. Um, yeah, this thing was pretty sweet. Was there a stronghold? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then there's a little way you could sneak in through the back. And then the platform itself was pretty big, too. It was the only time they ever used that platform for uh, uh, that particular castle. But then as to give a, uh, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Honorable mention, the uh, number 6286. Okay. That's the uh, Skull's Eye schooner. It's the, the pirate ship that was like the feast de resistance of... Uh, Lego Pirates for the longest time. That thing came in at 892 pieces. And so from, when did that come out? 1992, 93 maybe, until 2010. It was the reigning champion of Lego Pirate ships. Of course. Until, like I said, the Imperial flagship came out. At 30 inches long, that's over 1,600 pieces. 
So it's twice as many pieces as the biggest Lego pirate ship for the longest time. This thing was awesome. No, no, I'm not. No, 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 no. Just because I don't. How could you not love anything Lego? I don't know. I bathed in 800 some pieces. Oh, that's to be fair. That's right. You have the attention span of that chipmunk I shot an arrow at. I would I would sleep in my Legos. Of course you would. When I had my wisdom teeth out and they had me on uh, Vicodin and I was just laying in bed eating mashed potatoes, drinking Slurpees and playing with Legos and I couldn't feel anything and I'd be walking around the house and I'd have Legos stuck all over me because I'd fall asleep on them and I couldn't feel them. <laughs> I, look, uh. I, I look like Cactus Jack after a thumbtack match. <laughs> I bet the Legos are worse than the, the thumbtacks. Uh, probably. But yeah, and and I spent then a good chunk of time on just Brickopedia last night and on YouTube just looking. Brickopedia? Brickopedia. Is that a wiki site for Lego? It is the pinnacle of <laughs> wiki sites for Legos. You, it, it goes pretty deep. Wow. And I get lost in that, just looking at Lego sets all night. And then watching a uh, time lapse of uh, Lego builds. Man, did I miss out? You did. Yeah. Can we move on? No. You're not done. I'm I'm done, but I just want to kind of move on. I don't want to. I just want to sit here and bask. Can I put the cricket noise back up? No, I'm just gonna sit here and enjoy my memory of Legos and make you watch me think of Legos. Well, we're almost on our last pick, so we got to wrap this up for people. Here we go. Some more scratch. What's a cereal? S'mores Crunch? There's no S'mores Crunch cereal. There is now. New S'mores Crunch. Like a dream come true. Now, you're not a breakfast cereal fan, but you don't remember the goodness that was S'mores Crunch, do you? I do not, know. It was kind of like golden grams, but there was also chocolate and marshmallows, mm-hmm. and it was delicious. But my mom really wouldn't buy us sugary cereals in the year, but sometimes in the summer she'd buy them for us as a treat, like leftover from the beach or something. <clears throat> so I'd pour a big bowl of S'mores Crunch in the morning and whip out my Boy's Life magazine. Now, really? You got Boy's Life? You got Boy's Life. Now, <laughs> some people might go to the Goofs and Gallants. Some people might read the articles. Where do you think I went immediately to? Gifts and gimmicks. Oh, uh, right yeah. In the, back. in the back with the fucking hovercraft. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> so the things they sold in the back here... Uh, so it was like for, f- and they, they warned you that it could take four to six weeks delivery. And if it's a couple months old from a magazine you're ordering, send the letter to the people first. Oh, so okay. remember that now the days of prime shipping, you see something you want. It's on your doorstep the next day. If you want it, this was write a letter first to see if they have it in stock. Then once you get a reply back, mail them a check and four to six weeks later, summer could be over and you get. And isn't just for the plans to put oh, a bunch no, no, of vacuum no, 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 cleaners? Shut up. Just shut up. Okay. Just shut up. Sorry. All right. All We're right. getting there. Wait, why do you even have Boy's Life? That's a Boy Scout magazine. I don't know. We got Boy's Life. Mm, okay. So it wasn't strictly Boy Scout, but... It was It was through them. It was through them? Mm-hmm. 
because he'd have a thing in the back, like how they rescued someone today. Scouting, yeah, I always yeah. skipped over that. But it wasn't, there wasn't, didn't push scouting really on you. It was all about other stuff. Like, I'm thinking Goofs and Gallon, wasn't that highlights? Might have been. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I was deep in the culture, so oh. you didn't, you kind of. So they had like the survival knife for five bucks, which mm-hmm. had like in the whole of it, uh, the, the, uh, the handle, it had a, like a fishing line and a pocket saw and matches and a little Which tiny. is really just going to get you into more trouble. Right. You could sign up for the Nintendo Power Patch Collector Edition. You could sign up for a catalog that told you how to make giant Indian crafts. Sign up for smoke bombs. You could sign up for baseball cards if you want muscles in 10 days. They'd have that little like <laughs> thing to scratch out, like leather fingerless gloves, black light bulbs, pocket telescope... Uh, the police style light for your car, the deluxe mini lock blade, which is illegal, the leather whip, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff they shouldn't have been selling to children. Right, well, and Stink spray, uh, secret bookshelf, police badge and case, cherry smoke bombs, pocket electronic revenge keychain, mini gun knife. That's something. This is all the, the kind of stuff, though, like if they started putting this magazine out in like the 50s, this is like Dennis the Menace kind of toys and shit that they would like. That right. you would have. This is from 1989. Yeah. That I'm looking at right here. I know, but like the, even the ad itself and it's glorious black and white, it's like they just never updated it no. after 30 years. That's why they're like, send the letter first. <laughs> Make sure they have it in stock. Then you could also join the Owl fan club. They would send you a live chameleon with free food, for a rush order for $3.95, shipped airmail, weather permitting. That doesn't sound like a good idea. No. Then there were different, like you could get. Top Gun GI indent tags, like dog tags. Permanent match for dollar four, three for four dollars or a dollar forty nine each. I just I'm thinking about this chameleon. I'm I'm picturing a lot of letters and phone calls back saying, "Well, it was alive when it left." Right. You could send away for a catalogs if you went for Ace Magic. Yeah. You could see the miracle of birth. You get four quail eggs and a uh, incubator for twelve ninety eight. Then there was the Owl Fan Club, of course. You could send sea, for sea monkeys, even though sea monkeys are already available. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Super 50 Cent sale, which had like all those little like hot pepper gum, uh, ice cubes with bugs in it, you know, all those little mm-hmm. gags. Then there the, were... The, the bubble gum thumb trap, like the yeah, mouse mm-hmm. trap. Then there were the plans. For $9.95, you could get plans to build a bike car. This amazing mini car, you can build a bicycle parts, electric motor and pedals, and fun to drive and easy to build. Then there was the radio. Build a radio without electricity. New, easy, uh, easy for pirating, radio, you know, radio pirates. Then there, were, there was this little square that I saw every month in, in, in Boy's Life. It said, plans and instructions for. For $10, an 8-horsepower tractor. For $3, a go-kart. For $2.50... These were just plans, by the way. Mm-hmm. A mini bike for $3, a mini car. $4, pedal boat. $4, 12-foot sailboat. $3, soapbox. $8, 8-foot hydroplane. Four, that was $2, I'm sorry. $4, two-people mini Jeep. $3, snowmobile sleigh. And $10 front traction go-kart with gearless differential. For some reason, I thought I was going to get the plans for this plane, and I was going to be flying around the neighborhood. Whatever. If I'm going to build an airplane, I want to invest a little more into my plans. (laughs) Well, I was young and dumb. (laughs) 
But at 1989, let's say I am seven years old. Yeah. I assumed I was going to send away for these instructions mm-hmm. and get plans and spend my summer building an airplane. Mm-hmm. And I was going to be flying around the neighborhood sure. in this airplane. I legit thought, and I wanted this so bad. Do you remember these plans? Oh, absolutely. Did you? Did, oh, I dreamed of this. Okay. Every so it's day. not just like, me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, wanted, I wanted to build the plane. I wanted to build the car. I wanted to build the bike. I wanted to build everything. And particularly this plane, though, is what caught my yeah. imagination. And I thought when it meant eight foot, I thought that's how high it would fly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, we're not, I'm not the brightest kid. I thought I would be flying eight feet off the ground all around town. And I'd be giving people, I thought everyone would want to be my friend and take a ride in my airplane. I didn't have a lot of friends. <laughs> uh, I always wanted the. Be- <laughs> I would have gotten on board with you. Uh, <laughs> I wanted the hovercraft. Yeah, the hovercraft, though, I don't. It was, it was a separate box, I think. They always showed a picture. It was just like a little triangle that the kids sat in. Yeah, and then you air powered hovercraft. Yeah, you would yeah. hook up like some old school vacuum cleaners to yeah. it and like reverse the suction. And like, no, it's not going to. Not going to work. So you had to send a letter first to see if these plans were in stock. Because well, here's what it said. Were they, were they like monks? Did they only like, you know, like were there scribes writing these out by hand from the Latin time after time? There's only so many copies of them. So this is what this is, was the preamble at the beginning of Gifts and Gimmicks. You'll find great gifts for birthdays, anniversaries, holidays for all your family and friends on these mail order pages. Read the advertisements carefully and do your gift buying by mail. Send check or money order only. Do not send cash. Please, please allow <clears throat> four to six weeks delivery of items ordered from Boys Life mail order advertisers. Before you order an item that was advertised three or more months ago, please send the advertiser a letter asking if the merchandise is still available. You can shop by mail with confidence for all products on these pages. Boys Life has looked over each one of them and guaranteed that a survival knife for a kid reading Boys Life is worth the money for $5. Your satisfaction is guaranteed. I guess that's why they said don't send cash because that's the fail safe. Mm-hmm. If you you got to get a check from your parents. Yeah. That's what stopped me from building my airplane. Sure. My dad's like, <laughs> he, you know, after I have a good 40 minutes of laughing at me, he <laughs> said no. <laughs> you get you get the, the smack in the back of the head with the hair poof forward. I'm like, no. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was boy's life. I'll post some of these. On- I got to find, I'll, I wanna, I'll go and try to find a, a recent newer boy's life, see if they have anything similar in the background. In I don't, the, in I don't the, know why the they would. You would, but we, why? Because why would you have that same thing in 1989? It hadn't changed since 1950. Right. So maybe after uh, 20 some years, for 3.96 you can buy a switchblade that's guaranteed the last 10 years. Happy anniversary, baby! Right. <laughs> Tired of losing the Pinewood Derby? <laughs> no. Enter the fast lane. This new proven method of building Pinewood Derby cars guaranteed you to win. Oh, you have to send away for the free. No. Yeah. I never got tired. Be- I got tired of lifting up all my trophies. Oh, see, I always lost. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's been our wish list, our childhood wish list. Both a little weird, but mine especially. I want to go back and get those plans. Now that I'm perfectly capable of actually... I know. Someone like, had to file- have gotten these plans and like saved them and posted them to the internet. internet somewhere. Yeah. We'll hunt it down. But now that I am capable... Will you build of- me my plane? 
get me these plans and I will tell you logistically if it's possible to build this plane and to build it now or as a 10 year old. If it is, will you build me the plane? That's all I'm asking. Yes. Yes, I will. When I can I'm fly around and finally have friends. Do you want the plane or the set first? Hmm. Well, I would say the set, but I didn't think a plane would be involved. Okay. So we'll get the official Radier's plane? Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll be like down at the beach, just flying overhead with the banner. Uh, we'd it. be the coolest kids in the world. Oh what God. are we talking about next week? Speaking of. Uh, Everything, baseball, but the oh, sport. Oh, shit. That's next week already? Yeah. Wow, we have like had a whole month planned out. And I know. It's been a month. Almost. Holy Everything shit. Everything baseball but the sport. Oh, great. So we're not, talking movies, not television, enough of, enough of baseball video games, right toys, the whole Monty. Do fireworks count? Uh, sure. Anyway, that was our childhood wish list. We hope you enjoyed it. Ooh, that means Freddie Prince Jr. is going to be on next week's show. Oh, I don't know about that. I think he has <laughs> to be. Summer catch. All right, for the Rad Years Podcast, I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Good night, everybody.